Hey guys, welcome to the show. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about a super campy 80s horror classic. So hang tight, we'll be right back with you. Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, where two lifelong horror fans talk all things horror. Pour yourself your favorite drink and hang out. Here are your hosts, Josh and Jake. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> I forgot to press our mic buttons. <laughs> Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And on today's episode, like I said, we are going to be talking about a super campy 80s film. Jake. We are covering 1980s New Year's Evil, directed by Emmett Alston. Man. I know a lot of you probably haven't heard of this one. I'm sure they have. But if you haven't, it's free on Amazon Prime for the next five days. It's also free on YouTube forever. Oh, there you go. Free on YouTube, free for five days on Amazon Prime. Pause our video. Go watch this amazing flick. Get back to the channel and check out this episode. What would we like to let anybody new to our channel know? As always, like and subscribe on the aforementioned YouTube. Pretty please. Also find us on Spotify, Mm -hmm. Apple. Mm Mm-hmm. Google mm-hmm. and Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram, J Squared Horror Podcast. Link tree in the bio. New episodes every Thursday. <laughs> every Thursday that we can, we're going to put out pretty cool horror content. We are two lifelong horror fans that try to combine everyday life and horror and movies and themes all into one crazy horror podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. This movie is about as campy 80s as you can get. From the acting to the cinematography to the story and plot. <laughs> it's just, it, it is just, if if that's something that you're into at all, you, you either know about this movie already or you should. I had never seen it before, but. We decided to cover it. It fits into the new year. We're in between that. We're in that really awkward, the week that should never exist. Like, nobody <laughs> should have to work this week. True. Nobody should have. It's week between Christmas and New Year should yeah. be a freebie. Yeah, just Like, everything should back. be 75% off yeah. everywhere you go. Uh-huh. You shouldn't have to work. It should be PTO. And you, well, I guess the people that run the stores will have to work, but that's where social yeah. class comes in. I'm so, sorry. Someone has to work, but <laughs> you can just sit back and reflect on your year and prepare for a new year. And just know that, you know, you should, you should watch how you, how you treat people in your life because they might become <laughs> serial killers. That is very true. <laughs> so this movie is about a, uh, a serial killer that calls into a live this is the 80s, so they did, like, live radio, music, like, New Year's Eve specials. Which I think is pretty cool, though. I do, too. I mean, I guess there are some, but everything's so, like, like big now. I mean, it's pretty much like a New Year's special now, mm-hmm. except it's not radio. Yeah, it's all, like, underground rock and roll yeah. and, like... You can call in. Yeah. You got a band there. You're, like, voting on your favorite song of the year. Yeah. It's good shit. And then there's the, so 
Somebody calls into the radio show, as she said. You can call into the radio show or the live programming. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you you get to see him talk. So you know who it is. As he <laughs> Which is such a strange it's concept such a, to me. It's like to immediately go into the movie. I know who the killer is. Show the killer immediately. It's just a normal dude yeah. like, using a voice changer. And he like. Puts it puts it in his mouth, but like in the movie, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It it it's very strange how it works. <laughs> Some plot holes, <laughs> whatever. You know, it's the eighties. You can get away with it's it. It's close enough to his mouth. Yeah, he was figuring it out. Maybe he didn't have to change it as much later on. I don't, yeah. I don't well, know. He's in the phone booth. Yeah, using the device. Yeah, and I like when he says he's evil. Yeah, he is evil. And she goes, "Oh, so you're like a bad boy?" He's like, "No, <laughs> I'm evil." Get it right. <laughs> You get my name. You put some respect on it. <laughs> and uh, he says he's going to kill um, some people. Yeah. Wh- I like about that. He kills one woman mm-hmm. at midnight in every, every time, time zone. zone. That was a cool th- concept. It was, yeah. My, it's, I, it's different. I thought that he was in those time zones. I thought he was, too. <laughs> but he I not. thought he was just traveling the United States killing people. But you find out later on. He's just hanging out in that that yeah, area. Yeah, in probably like a 20-minute radius. Yeah, 20-mile 20, 20 radius. <laughs> just chilling, killing, you know, not getting caught. The cops are busy on New Year's Eve. Um, his first kill, very uneventful. Uh, behind the curtain kill. Lady in a hotel room. Yeah. So, I found that very interesting. Yeah. The way he snuck in there, got into the shower. Yeah. And didn't do anything. She had horseshit survival instincts. I think it was just the water dripping annoyed her so much. Yeah, yeah. Which I get. I definitely understand. It is annoying. Yeah. But But still. (laughs) This movie, on a gore factor, two. If a one. I was going to say one. Yeah, one. Yeah. It's not not campy in the sense of, like, gore. It's campy in the sense of storyline and acting. Acting, editing. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's thrown together with some duct tape. That's for sure. But it's a good time, though. It is an enjoyable, campy, 80s horror film. Like we mentioned outside, you know, it reminds you a little bit of, like, a Motel Hell or, you know, some of those, like, super, you know what you're getting. Yeah. There's no crazy plot devices there's no crazy backstories but i said that to you a couple days ago we are like it is what you, pretty much what you think it is it, yeah it is yeah. exactly what you would expect yeah seeing the poster or like the picture <laughs> that is associated with this movie because it's like just look back at some of our thumbnails from like the burning and like valentine and some of the it's like the same exact style yeah. of poster i mean I, I like the tagline for it though what was the tagline don't make any new year's resolutions Unless you plan to live. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So, that, so don't don't plan too far ahead. It would be more scary if he was, like, go, going after, like, more than just, like, women? easy women. Not easy. Not easy in a sense. Well, there's one, the second kill. But um, we'll get into that kill because that was bothering me so much. Um, she was so into him so quickly? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's late at night. It's literally says, at work. I've known you 10 minutes, but tonight... That's okay. Yeah, because he asked, does that matter? <laughs> what? Nope. You work at a mental institution. You should not be trusting a random person coming up to you and putting the moves on you. I do love, though, <laughs> how he has so many disguises. Yeah, dude, he's like, a, he's got an well, outfit for No everything. one knows who you are. Nope. 
Why do you need disguises? <laughs> Never. No one knows who you he's are. not wearing a mask. No. He just wears different outfits. And a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so trustworthy. <laughs> he does. He's got nice slick back hair. He's got a mustache. He's out here. I got my Mercedes. You guys want to get in? Yeah. But I like how you see his mood change in and out yeah. every now he and then. De- you definitely see he's a little cuckoo. And yeah. you find out that he is. Yeah. I mean, he's not right in the head. He is not. <laughs> Clearly. You can tell, you know, obviously, serial killer. Yeah, so. if you go from um, <laughs> just, yeah, um, hotel rooms to mental wards to bars, to <laughs> you're just but, covering the sleep. <laughs> who was super weird, though, was the son. Dude. Derek? He was so creepy. The scene where he put, like, the stocking over his head. Yeah, and he's, like, taking medicine, and he's, like, barely able to, like comprehend like what's going on yeah. in the first place but i mean it, it 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 it's i thought the sun was gonna somehow play oh, I more too. into it immediately than what the final outcome ultimately was but um you know with the with the second <laughs> with the second kill i just want to let you know i think i think people have grown a lot but just keep in mind there are bad people out there you know maybe maybe stick to like a three date rule <laughs> definitely not uh if you're at work at a mental institute the first three minutes the first uh yeah yeah <laughs> if you're really if you're ready to get laid in the first 10 minutes of meeting somebody during your shift at a mental ward you might die yeah dude just pops up <laughs> boom i got champagne you in <laughs> shit sounds like yep. a good time to me i've been at work all day fuck yeah <laughs> let's do this <laughs> I mean, you catch me on a bad enough day, I might say yes too. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day, man. Wait, you got alcohol? Shit, you can hang me out right here. He has alcohol, um, some big <laughs> boombox type machine thing he going. He constantly had his voice changing radio machine. Yeah, <laughs> it's I don't know. It's the eighties. I think people did walk around because, like, now we have like cell phones that can play music and like. All sorts of cool stuff, but I saw somebody walking down the street the other day legitimately holding a boombox on the corner of the street. Yeah, take that inside. That just, you know. I don't want to hear what you're listening to. Mm-mm. Not I at don't. all. And, you know, the the one thing that I will say, though, that, that you know, the 80s played into a, a, good, a good reason that he did it is using pay phones. Pay phones seem like <laughs> the most inconvenient thing there is. They were the most convenient. Hopefully, they're not though. How you we, we back then? You yeah, know, well, I've used payphones. I have too. But yeah. What if someone's using that payphone? You've got to wait a couple minutes. I remember years ago, there's a McDonald's by my parents' house, and there was a payphone. Yeah, outside said McDonald's. I, I had a cell phone at that point. Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> that makes sense. And I used the payphone <laughs> <laughs> after waiting for twenty minutes. Somebody was on it for 20 minutes? Yeah. That's rude. Just There should be like a time limit, like five minute per call. And it's almost like he was he was on it. He glanced over. He see me there. He's like, I'm going to keep this conversation uh, going. Fuck this kid. <laughs> if nothing else was that important. So he keeps talking, keeps talking, keeps talking. And I remember calling my parents' house. Yeah. And I think either my, my dad answered. And like the second I started talking... He hung up. Really? Yeah. 
That's crazy. So I call him back again. <laughs> and my mom answered this time. Yeah. <laughs> and I explained to her. I lost my cell phone. Uh, I like jumped or something, I think. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It was a whole thing. I thought, damn, if I had my cell phone. You'd be good. I could just call him. Yeah. I had to wait 20 minutes. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Cell phones and buses are super inconvenient. Pay phones. What did I say? Cell phones. <laughs> Pay phones. <laughs> I was like, wait, I thought you were I talking mean, about the I mean, solution. Cell phones too, man. I, I'm not really a texter. I'll text <sighs> every now and Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just going to start calling you. I may answer, I may not. That's fine. If I do answer, it's like a 30-second conversation. No, you actually do talk pretty well. Do I? Yeah, because I called you when we when I got the table for the um, convention coming oh, up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And you were like super excited. You got You were at work, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. You were like, dude, that's crazy. That's awesome. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, well, this was huh. three and a half minutes long. Well, look at that. <laughs> Good in the whole three-minute so conversation. My, my payphone story that I have is I went to I went to go meet this. I was in mid, uh, like middle school, high school. I think it was middle school, eighth grade. Uh-huh. Um, me and my buddy had plans to go with this group of girls to go see this movie, Stick It, the gymnastics movie. <laughs> right? Okay. It's smooth, right? We're going to go hang out with these pretty ladies watching pretty ladies on the screen, right? Well, my grandparents were such sticklers of, like, rules, uh-huh. I didn't cut the grass yet. And it's, like, fall, so it's, like, not the biggest deal to get the grass done. I agree. They were like, no, you have to cut the grass for us to give you a ride to the movie because we didn't have cars. We're kids. Yeah. His mom was at work. That was our only means of transport. There's no Ubers. There's no Lyfts. There's no cell phones. We didn't have cell phones. Yeah. Kids started having cell phones, but mm. we didn't have them yet. So... Do you, do you remember 21 Jump Street? I do. When they're cutting the grass and they're, like, in their outfits? Yeah. That was pretty much it, except, like, instead of that, like, I would do a sex. I'm like, I'm going to go shower. I ran inside. I showered. He finished. He ran inside, showered. I put up the lawnmower, got everything put away. So the grandparents give us a ride. We're running late as shit. Right? Okay. We don't have cell phones to hit these girls up. Oh, boy. So we're like, okay, let's go to the movie. We'll just look for a group of six girls. That's who was going with us. Yeah. Not thinking this entire fucking theater was ponytails. <laughs> Every fucking row was nothing but women. Yeah. So we walked down the aisle. We bought the last two tickets to this movie. Uh-huh. It's sold out. Regal Greenbrier. We turn around. I do this funny move because I'm irritated. Yeah. We walk out the theater. I have like some change on me because I knew. A payphone might be necessary tonight. Okay. Right? So we go up to the clerk, and we're like, hey, we couldn't find the people we're trying to meet. This Can we return our tickets? She's like, no. Of course not, no. But you can exchange them for another movie. Makes sense. We're like, oh, we're looking. Bench warmers, 10 o'clock. Here you go. Cool. We're like 16 years old. So we're like, cool, let's run across the street to the mall. We're broke. Let's get whatever we can, food-wise, and then go play video games at GameStop. Kill time. Yeah. That was when they had the little testers. I remember those, yeah. So we do that. We run across the street. I almost get hit by a car. Run across the street. Get back to the movie theater, right? My buddy was having a moment because he almost saw me die. Like, me almost getting hit by a car was so close that he closed his eyes. And I just went, hey, what are you doing? Watch it. You know, like a New Yorker. <laughs> you know? He said he closed his eyes and immediately thought that I was going to be dead. Right? So... We get to the movie theater. We go watch 
bench warmers. <laughs> we are laughing. Like, we're so weak. And mind you, we're not thinking. We have no means of transportation home. Yeah. We are children who were supposed to get a ride back with this group of girls. One of their parents were going to take us home as well. So we <laughs> went to a movie. I think it was like 9 o'clock. Did you ever catch like these that, girls right? at all? The girls are gone. They're gone? They, they've already gone home. Their movie was at like six. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the mall, killed time for a couple hours, and went to the nine o'clock showing okay. of bench warmers <laughs> because we, we're not losing our seven bucks. Yeah. So we go watch it. The movie used to be so cheap. It's so cheap, right? Then we get out of the movie theater. Remember, we are 16 years old. Yeah. It is now 1130 at night. Okay. It's only us in the theater. Yeah. There's a cop at the front door and we're trying to hide from it because we are now out past curfew. Yeah. I have just enough change in my pocket to make one phone call. That's it. So I'm running through the the numbers I have memorized. Grandparents, not a chance. Yeah, no. Not a chance not of a chance. waking them up yeah. from going to this movie this late. I only knew my mom's number, my aunt's number by heart okay. at the time. My mom, I was like, mm. I'm not trusting this vibe. <laughs> but there was something telling me my aunt would answer. Yeah. Hit those numbers. It's ringing. I'm sweating. I get this just tired hello. Yo, aunt, listen. You got to come pick me and step <laughs> on up, right? And she's like, oh, my God, where are you guys at? I'm like, Greenbrier, Regal, we're stuck. We yeah. have no way home, and it's now past curfew. She goes, all right, just hang tight and be right there. As I hang up the phone, cops already on en route. And we're like, cool, we got this. Yeah. Cop comes up. He goes, what are you guys doing? We're like, hey, we kind of we goofed. <laughs> Tonight did not go to plan, but my aunt is on her way. I just got off the phone with her. He goes, all right, I'm going to stand out front with you guys. You guys cannot be in here anymore. We're like, that. They're, yeah, they're, they're yeah. closing. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so we're standing outside. My aunt pulls up, sees us standing with a cop. She looks terrified. Of course. Right? So I get in the car. We go home. She drops us off. He wasn't even supposed to stay. The, his mom has not heard from him since school got out. <laughs> My grandparents have not heard from me since they dropped us off at the movie. <laughs> so then, like... His mom comes, picks him up. He gets whooped. Yeah, like, of course he I does. was grounded for like three weeks. <laughs> All because we didn't have cell phones and we tried to go to a movie with some girls. Now, if there were more pay phones out, maybe could have called in advance, you know, before you left the house or when the you were The amount of pay phones weren't the issue. It was the change in my pocket that was the <laughs> issue. You got to have change on you at all times. You should. Changing cash, you never know, because, you know, what if computer systems go down or something? You always need cash on you, a pair of jumper cables, um, what's a gas tank, or what's the thing's called? Where do you keep yours? In my trunk. Do you? Yeah. Is it like a super fancy Toyota one? No. <laughs> it's like built into your... It's a $10 <laughs> one I bought Built from, into your from trunk? Dollar General. Like, you you hit a button and it just fills your tank from the inside. You drive around this fancy ass never, SUV. Not too long ago, we had that like gas shortage thing here around yeah. here. Yeah, I remember I had my little Jeep at that point. A little four cylinder didn't take that much gas. Yeah, 
there was no gas anywhere. And I went into an O'Reilly's to get a gas container. Yeah. It was like $40. Yeah, they were like, mm, supply and demand. Yeah, so I paid for it. And I had to get <laughs> gas like 1130 at night. I had to wait for an hour. Yeah. That was crazy. All because of like a hurricane. Yeah, and I, I left my car parked on the street. Yeah. And just stood like behind cars. <laughs> You're like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So I'm inside of gas. I'm just going to stand here and wait. <laughs> There's crazy times, man. Yeah. So, circle back to this here film. Movie. Whatever you want to call this. Um, what, all right, Can you explain what happens between the motorcyclists? Is that just pure rage? He just gets upset? That they, would they cut him off, yell at him or something? No. Like, why did he go after them? He's not there. That's not his typical kill. Okay. So he's now dressed as a priest. Yeah. At the light. Um, the motorcyclists like flick him off. Oh, uh, okay. And they keep going. Now he's looking at his book, I guess, reading up on how to pretend to be a priest. <laughs> Touche. He's, he's not paying attention and he hits them with his car. Oh, okay. I thought he just rammed him out of anger. No, he, okay. was, he was looking down. He Distracted hits driving. He looks He looks up. Doesn't seem too bothered by it. Not at all. They're like jumping on his hood and yeah. on his <laughs> windshield. <laughs> and he peels out of there. Yeah. And then, so, was that, was that, that was after the third kill, right? The two girls at the bar? Yeah. Which, no, that's his third and fourth. Oh, third and fourth. Yeah, yeah. that was his third and fourth. Yeah, yeah. so. He's rocking his mustache. Yeah, he's looking super good. Looking like leisure suit Larry in there. Yeah, you know, he's doing going to thing. a party. These girls are obviously looking to have some fun on New Year's Eve. That one was annoying. Well, though. she said we weren't looking to get picked up just to have a good time. Yeah, that one was annoying, though. The and one that got killed first? Yeah. Yeah. She was just real super talkative. Bubbly. I like that woo girl bubbly. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. I, mm. you know, I wasn't too mad that she died. I'm not a fan of that. The woo girls? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like... So, <laughs> I was not expecting the hiding in the dumpster. I wasn't. No. I thought he was going to let her live. I thought he was just going one, you know, one and done. I did too. And so, he, she's he, following the breadcrumbs. He's on a whole time restraint. Yeah. He's following the breadcrumbs. She's following the breadcrumbs out of the liquor store. He sends her inside. Yeah. He's like, hey, go get whatever you need and then get me the some champagne. Yeah. And so, she does. And then, he kills the other girl. And then, you... F- Speak to that. The change that guy gives back to her is like $96. I was so confused. He gave her $100. How much is the champagne back then? It was $3. Okay, she got that. something else, too. Did she? I do it. So it was $2, though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she stole I don't know. I don't know either. But their interaction, because the editing is so bad. Yeah. He hands like her the harsh. money. Yeah. He says, thank you. And she just nods her head yeah there were like awkward like yeah. moments throughout this entire movie i don't think she spoke Mm-mm. until she found the shoes yeah but like that that clerk sitting there he was probably like can you say cut please yeah. <laughs> it was so <laughs> awkward he's like I'm here's your change here. have a good night <laughs> it's like just move on just i can cut there. this tension with a knife right now and it wasn't like it wasn't like four cinematic reasons. It was just bad editing. Yeah, terrible editing. <laughs> That's super ironic, though, because we talked about editing on the Oscar episode. We're like, we don't even understand editing that yeah, well. Now we get and, it. And, uh, <laughs> we, we get it. <laughs> Why horror is it respected? I get it. 
<laughs> but yeah, him waiting in that trash can. My first thought. I thought was, she was going to be in there. What if she just came outside, saw the car was gone, yeah, and just went inside and called the police? How long would he wait in that trash can? I bet you give yourself about ten minutes. I would think 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, 10, 15 minutes. You're hiding in there. You're like, ah, she didn't take the bait. I'm out. Yeah. And someone's riding down the street and just sees some guy in a mustache in a seat. Like climbing out, climbing of, out of a trash can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's just New Year's Eve. Whatever. <laughs> Time to get time. I won't say anything. So you got those two kills. And then the, the horrible cops that find them. Oh, yeah. They get there. Oh, what is that? Blood? <laughs> oh. We're going to need help. Let's go right back to the car. <laughs> then they're like walking down the street. Were they? Was he following the cat? Like, what, what drew him to For that a second, area? It I like, think he was. He was like, just like, man, fuck it. This is a clue. Let's follow this lead. <laughs> then you find them hung up in a backyard somewhere. Uh, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. The chick comes <laughs> down the slide. <laughs> that was some of that campy gold that you looked Someone, for. One, two. He's pushing down. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Go, go. <laughs> And then, yeah, you get to the motorcycle stuff because he's now en route to the final. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in route. So, throughout this movie, there's a detective and a cop that are at the hotel or the building. Who clearly don't want to help. They So, it's like that whole, like, oh, you're into, like, punk and rock and, like, you brought this on yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, he says that at the beginning of the movie. He's like, oh, wow, so you're you're surprised that this is happening? And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like there's a there's a normal amount of weird and then there's this and yeah. I think this is beyond this, and so he, yeah, he he doesn't really give a shit but he's there he's helping, and and they're like lock down the hotel or lock down the building nobody in nobody out and you're just like all right this guy's got ten outfits he's gonna figure some shit out <laughs> then you see how he gets into this hotel he sees that there are cops out front and he is dressed as a priest. I was the priest. Yeah. Then he's going through the parking garage, hides behind this wall, sees two cops. One goes inside. The other one's standing outside. And he's just like, hey, I got a drunk over here. And the cop's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Leaves his post. You never leave your post, first of all. Never leave your post. And then just gets a brick to the dome. Just right to the head. No survival instincts, no gun, no flashlight out. Just just yeah. open to just getting hit in the head by a he brick. Just stuck his neck out. <laughs> Done. Then he gets the outfit, gets in. And which, then the, which that is crazy. He puts his uniform on. Yeah. And speaks to another police officer. There's a, the, uh, the, the cop that you would assume went inside, came back out, and sees a cop walking up with a fucking radio. Yeah. Slung over his his body, and he's just like, "How's it going, Bill? How's it going, Steve?" I think, hmm. <laughs> and then you kind of see that, the that actor name, that name yeah. on his uniform looks familiar. Yeah. Uh, Not that, the same face yeah. though. And then you kind of see, like for a second, like that actor, like he was trying his best, and then he like looks like confused, and I'm like. Was that supposed to be in this movie? Yeah. Or did he not get the cue cards? Of I, that's what's going I, on. I, he was like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> you would stop him. You're on lockdown. <laughs> Who's this cop walking? Would you just get back from lunch? He <laughs> <laughs> took your break? What is this? And then the movie takes a really weird turn. Because it goes from like the serial killer to now like... <laughs> This like, uh, what 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 am I looking for? I mean, uh, 
the dude is a woman hating killer psychopath. Yeah, but like I'm talking about, like it goes to uh, what is it? What the fuck is that? Chris, everybody says it's a Chris Die Hard. It turns into like a Die Hard esque film. He's like fucking with the elevator. Yeah, right he, he's yeah. rewiring the <laughs> elevator. He's fucking. He knows how to open the fucking panel perfectly. Yeah, so my and first thought was the camera works. This dude must be like an engineer with his job. But he's not. He figured out how to make the security cameras only focus on the elevator. Right and, next to the panel then, that he puts some <laughs> clips on and can make it go really fast. Yeah, because after he puts the clips the on it, he it puts goes. a screwdriver in it and just starts wiggling it. And he's like, got it. But, but it worked. Before that, sorry, he goes up to the hotel. He's he's in the main lady's hotel room because you find out that's her husband. Yeah. Shock. Here's the big plot twist. The husband that was out of town is here and the son knew. But like they're like, oh wait, the son knew? Isn't that what he was saying? Like he had talked to his son about all this. Oh yeah, they had, had conversations. They had conversations about this when he was beating her up. Because mm. the son's weird. Forget it. Whatever. But yeah, the he, thing that's weird and doesn't make sense why he's weird. The thing that confused me is the the, the lieutenant is like, hmm. <laughs> he just said that the manager said that he could come in this hotel. I have been with that manager. All night, up until the point he, where I took the elevator up to take her to her room that he is in. Yeah, he looked at the manager like he was. And then he gets on the walk yeah. and he's like, "Let me check this out." Super check, check what? Super good prop. I mean, he's trying. And then they're all downstairs. This is the eighties technology don't work like it does now. You can't just Facetime and be like, "Yo, <laughs> what the fuck?" So then they're like, "Wait, he said this?" Because like instead of walkie talking the detective he walkie talkied another cop and then had to walk and find the two other people yeah you're talking to one cop who has no idea what's yeah, going on yeah he's like hey uh bill said that you said that this and then the lieutenant's like no nobody said nope. that and he's like, i definitely didn't say that and I, and then he's like her husband's crazy <laughs> like you don't think that would have been something important yeah. to this whole From the thing ve- very jump <laughs> like hey guys keep an eye out for her husband because he gives me a weird vibe nope we're just gonna let this movie play out he's gonna get five kills <laughs> he's gonna show up at the hotel untouched in a cop outfit <laughs> And then gets her in this magic elevator situation. There's a couple in there. Yeah. He like beats her up and then chains her to the bottom or the top. Yeah. So it's a cop and her. Okay. He's fucking with the elevator. So it, 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 it knocks them out somehow. Yeah, they're and he's like wrapped in some like bubble wrap. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on inside of that. Elevator opens. He kicks the shit out of this cop in his face. I'm surprised he didn't kill him, but it just knocked him out some more. Yeah, and he tells his wife pretty much why he's doing this. Yeah, you're you've been you're 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 a hussy. Yeah, and he said women are manipulative. Yeah, they're dishonest. Yep, they're selfish. Mm-hmm. They lie, which is also dishonest, but whatever. Just <laughs> whatever, you know. Whatever words you need, buddy. He got a lot going on. I get it. <laughs> it's a real stressful moment. And it's been a bad year for him. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's been a really bad year for me. You didn't help. You killed, not, not four, but three. Well, she, he knew her, Yvonne, the first person he killed. Yeah, he knew the first girl. You killed three innocent people. 
<laughs> there were women. Don't forget there. about the biker. And that biker, <laughs> who's a dude, it was very random for him. <laughs> Stop. Because you had a bad year? And you feel women are mistreating you. I've had 31 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to kill anybody that I'm aware of. <laughs> I thought, man, your reasoning fucking sucks. But we'll, that, so that's we'll the see thing. You. That's the thing about this movie. Is like, yeah, super campy, cool. Like, yeah, maybe Michael Myers doesn't make any sense. Jason Voorhees doesn't always make sense. But at least you can get on board with it. Yeah, and at least it's just, they're not talking yeah, to Yeah, they're not to just a normal person doing it. Yeah. just doing this. Well, then he gets into the most horrible shootout between 13 uniformed cops <laughs> and a detective. They're all shooting the little six shooters just willy-nilly. Yeah. And he's returning fire. And they happen to shoot this elevator panel that he has fixed <laughs> up perfectly to where it solves the elevator <laughs> issue right away. Then he's like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> Just runs down <laughs> this hallway. And then the cops are like, let's go. And the detective obviously leads the way. And he's like, guys, watch out. And then the chase happens. Yeah. This is probably about where I went to the bathroom and did not pause this movie. So you're going to have to fill them in. I came in. He yeets himself out of a window or something. All right. Help him out. I don't okay. remember this. Shit. So he's on top of the building. <laughs> he has his mask on. Okay. They tell him to drop his knife. He drops it. Put your hands behind your head. He does it. He's wearing like some feline like tennis outfit, by the way. Oh, by the way, he did have a suitcase perfectly placed by that elevator area with all of his outfits. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Just in case. Never know. That shit drove me crazy. And then he... <laughs> Not come into the hotel with this suitcase. It was just sitting there perfectly with all of his little outfits. He throws himself <laughs> off the building. Yeah. You see the dummy fall. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like... It's just caught in the wind. It's just, it's just rocking back and forth in the outfit, just like. So, and it's it would have taken thirty five minutes for that thing to hit the fucking ground. You could have brought in a trampoline. And it finally hits the ground. Yeah. His son comes out. He sees. This is dad. Dad, yeah. I guess that makes him snap. Okay, that makes sense. He was okay. weird as fuck to begin. He was. With. So what's crazy is when they get to the scene earlier to where the detective tells them that he thinks he's going to come there, yada, 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 it cuts to the sun, and he has on that red fishnet over his head yeah. and some, like, sunglasses. They're, like, somehow underneath. <laughs> they're, like, somehow underneath the fishnets that he put on. The most and he was, like, walking behind the stage at one point dressed yeah. like that, and I was like, oh, he's going to kill her. Yeah. No. No. It's it's not important to the storyline. It's just there. At all. Being weird as fuck. It was so, so then, weird. Come back to the end. They get the ambulance. And he is now driving it. So <laughs> let you know. This is, this is when I went to the yeah. bathroom came so, back. Because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he killed the original driver. The son got a kill? Yeah, he killed the oh, driver. Okay, okay. And I'm assuming he kills his boss. Because oh. right when they're pulling off, they talk about how it just hit midnight. Oh, he finished the job. That's what I'm assuming, yeah. Okay. And then it's 
Literally credits. Yeah. Oh, did you notice that one of the bands was playing the theme song for this movie in this movie? That song, yeah. Uh, New Year's Evil? New Year's Evil. Is Shadow. That a, oh, yeah. that's a song. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I found it on Spotify. You guys, I'm going to put it on my playlist. Yeah, it's good. It's actually a pretty good song. Reminds also, me of a lot of the uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the guy who played the son uh-huh. is also in what horror movie? No idea. I did okay. not recognize him at all. He's from... I guess it's a horror movie. They're always at conventions all the time. Oh, it's got to be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. There you go. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> as soon as you said that, I'm not sure if it's horror and it's at conventions. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> it's definitely horror. Yeah. But yeah, they're always, all, there's like five of them constantly at conventions. Um, he's been there a few times. Well, the two you've gone to, he's been there. Get out of here. Yeah. We could have autographs by him. Yeah. New Year's Evil. Time this. Not Killer Clowns. New <laughs> no, Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. I'm gonna bring in pink pantyhose next time. Put these on and be like, dude, put on you, these sunglasses. Let me, you put on these like Cyclops sunglasses. <laughs> Definitely like screams 80s. That's yeah, it for does. Sure. Um, all right. So on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate New Year's Evil? On a scale from one to ten, New Year's Evil is a four. Very good score. Um. I'll go four. Okay. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking more like two, five, three. <laughs> but uh, you can tell the enjoyment we got out of it, so I got to bump it up yeah, a little bit yeah. more. Um, <laughs> it is uh, Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New uh, Year's. This is back-to-back holiday-themed episodes because uh, it's, that, it's that fucking time of year. Yeah, this is our <laughs> final episode. This is our final episode of 2022. Oh, yeah, the year, not just the year. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. Unlike what you thought Jake just said, we are very much <laughs> looking forward to heading into 2023 uh, and filling your Thursdays and whenever else you listen to us with amazing content. We're super excited. Um, this year, uh, we'll be up to some really fun stuff, and we are super excited about it. Um as always, I would like to thank our main supporters, Jeff Balance, who does our design work, Lucky Riggs, who does our intro and our outro music, Trademark Printing, who does all of our printing needs. I would like to thank my co-host, Jake, for always coming up with great movies for us to watch, being here, being the heart and soul of the J Squared Horror Podcast. I know you love him more than me, and that's okay, because he's a lovable guy. So thank you guys so much for always <laughs> tuning in to the J Squared Horror Podcast. My name's Josh. And I'm Jake. You guys have a great week, and I'll see you next year.